this hour, it is at this time, it is at this moment that we realize that God looked beyond our fault and he supplied our need. But we know that it was the word of God that made the difference. We know that it was the word of God that gave us life. We know that it was his shed blood on Calvary that allowed us to come to this present point in time to tell him thank you. So at this moment, in this season, at this time, we would like to present to some and introduce to others the right reverend, the right reverend, Jacque Burwell, woman of God, that's got a word in her belly, a woman of God that is serious about God, a woman of God that knows how to minister, a woman of God that lives the word, a woman of God that lives the life, a woman of God that is a friend, a woman of God that is an example, a woman of God that has stood the tests of time. And I am proud, I am glad, that I not only know her, but that I know the family. And I'm in love with them because they are real. Their worship is for real. Their lives are for real. So we want you to give God a great big hallelujah. A great big hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord as we receive in this house for the first time, the right reverend, Jack Queen. Come on and give God some glory. Come on and give God some glory. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord, but if I were you, I wouldn't sit down without telling God thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm trying so hard right there. I wouldn't sit down without telling them, thank you, Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. I just came out to give God glory. So I don't know what you came to do. Listen, I know formality and protocol. We're going to establish it. But right here, right quick, I just got to tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you makes things change. And thank you makes room for more. And I don't know what you stand in need of, but I need more. I need more of him. I don't want no more money. I'm good with it, but I want more of God. I tell him right now, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. I bless the name of God this morning. It is because of him that we live, move, and have our butter and have our being. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? I would be like a ship without a sail, tossing to and fro on life's angry sea. But, 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 because God is, I am. And because I am, God is. So I came out this morning to tell the Lord, thank you. I came to give him glory. I came to bless his name. I didn't come to play with him this morning. I came to set my house in order. I can't check you. I can only check me. I came to set my house in order. From the crown of my head to my feet, 
I'm disconnected. I'm disjointed. But I came out to give God glory, to say, here I am, Lord. Use me. Fix me. Work on me. If you find anything in me that that's not right, take it out. Make me right. I want to be whole. I want to be saved. I want to be used only for your glory. To God be the glory for the things he has done. To God be the glory. Oh my shot. To God be the glory for the things he has done. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 And for these things, God will tell you, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Woo! I feel good now. How about you? I feel good now. How about you? Yes, sir. Please, please, please have your seat. We came out to celebrate. I came out to celebrate. I came out to celebrate. First of all, I came to celebrate God because he deserves all the honor, all the praise. Then we came out to say, hello, Robin. We came out to say, how you doing, girl? You look wonderful. To celebrate someone on their day is fantastic. And before I go any further, I want to thank you for asking me. It's an honor and a privilege. There's a whole lot of people that you could have asked. And the list is endless, I'm sure. But to ask a little person like me, that speaks volumes to our friendship. This is someone that I consider not a friend, but a sister with a capital S. When we text one another, it's a capital S, because it's honest, no little s. It's respect with a capital S. It's my sister. I don't have to speak to her every day. I don't have to be in her face every five minutes. But she knows when I need her, and I know when she needs me. And we're always there for one another. So this is a sistership relationship that's been cultivated, Apostle just had a nervous breakdown when he realized how old he was when he looked at my sister's oldest daughter. Those kids are like his grandkids. Madison is 13, and we've known you all and been in your life, I think before Maddie was born, before Madison was even born. And that's a pretty long time to call somebody a sister. From the first day I met you, you never showed any shade. You gave me the biggest hug and the biggest smile. And I don't quite remember what you said, but I said, that lady's crazy. <laughs> but I like her because you were just laughing and walking by and giving hugs and kisses. And I was like, that's genuine. And even today, your hugs, kisses, and smiles are still the same. So I know it's not phony. I know you love me more than, I love, than you love my sister. I know that. I know that you love me more than you love Gina. So we're gonna put that out. So we just let, the, let her know, just today's the day to tell her the truth. Don't let her go another day confused about who's number one. I'll pay you later, you understand what I mean? 
But we are here. We came all the way over here. This is the first time that we've been here. And we thank God for being in a new space. And we thank God for all kind of wonderful things that he's done. Robin, you're wonderful. I can't stop looking at you because I really appreciate you, Robin. I really, I really, really do. And when I call her Robin, it's no disrespect. Please understand, I know exactly who she is. And I give her all those rights and respect as such. But that's my sister. So I can call her Robin. And I feel like I want to call you Robin, and I love you, Robin, from the top of the roof, if I could scream it out loud, that I really genuinely love you. And I thank you for everything even a drive down to convention where somebody got lost, I think. But it took us a little bit longer to get there, than, but we made it. Amen, Amen but we made it. <laughs> we just love, no, 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 take the plane from now on. Just GPS, we thank God for GPS. But we appreciate being here to my mother, who I love so dearly. Mommy, I love you so much. She goes everywhere with me, even when she's sometimes too tired to go. She'll say, wait a minute, baby, wait a minute. And she'll look for her aspirin. And before I know it, my co-pilot is in her seat and she's on the road with me. I never get a chance really to tell my sister thank you because sometimes she can't always make it because she has to take care of the children. So thank you, Gina, for being here with me today. Y'all don't know, it was, a, it was a hardship this morning to get myself together to, to get here. And I called the apostle and you, you didn't answer because I was gonna tell you I wasn't coming. And that was at 11 o'clock this morning, 11.30, one of the two. They say, I can't, I, I'm, I'm distracted. I got too much going on. I'm distracted. <laughs> but I was reminded of something real important when you make a decision to work for the Lord, it's not always going to be easy. And there are days that you want to take off your cross, your robe, and everything, fold it up tight, small, and shove it in the bottom of the closet, and hope that no one knows what's going on. Because people can hurt you. People can move you. People can make you question your faith walk. People can cause you to look at yourself and say, I'm really not called for the job that God has given. People will make you think that every move you make is confused and mixed up. People, people, but I was then reminded that I have a charge to keep and a God to glorify. So even in the midst of whatever's going on, you made this vow unto the Lord and you can't turn back now. You decided that you were going to marry up with God. Which means that in this marriage, he's the head of my life. And even in my heartache because of people, I must still press forward. If I make it through this, 
there's more to come, but I gotta make it through this. I've decided that I'm gonna make it through this. I'm decided that yet my heart is broken right now. But if you wait a few minutes, I guarantee you, I'll show you I can preach through heartbreak. I guarantee you that I can introduce you to God through my pain. I guarantee you that if you give me just five minutes of your good time, that I'll show you serving God pays off. I never had a heartache like this until today. I was cursed out five minutes before I could sit down and hit print on the printer. So all my thoughts were jumbled and all over the place. And I questioned my own self. But then again, I was reminded that I have a commitment to this God that I say I love. You love me, then follow me. Pick up your cross. Yeah, you got one, and it's not always going to be sunshine. You got to learn how to make it through, even when you don't want to go. How ironic is it that it would be today Uh that somebody would curse me out Uh at 10-something this morning as I'm trying to pray and get myself ready to come up here and spend time with my family and my friend. Y'all know me. With my family and my friends. How ironic is it? But this is what the enemy does. He uses this time and the people that they say love you. I said it. He said he loved me, but he cursed me. He told me that he loved me when he turned around this morning and he cursed me. When they use the people that they say love you and they hurt you. Yeah. How do you make it? I'm going to show you how I make it. Get your Bibles. I'll show you how I make it. Get your Bibles. That's all I can do. I can show you how I'm going to make it. Get your Bible. When you find your Bible, you're going to turn to Psalm 16. This is is how it happens. I'm going to still do what I was commissioned to do. Giving all honor to him who I serve with everything. To everyone in their respective places. All clergy, apostle, I love you. Like a fat kid love cake, I clear I do. To my pastor, Charlotte Holly and Bishop Carl Holly in their absences. To everyone here, all my family and friends, please don't make me start calling names because I'll get somebody's name mixed up and that's it. What a privilege to stand here today, but most of all, to God be the glory. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, right now I'm asking you, God, just continue to help me. Continue to stand me up strong in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Melt me, make me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Psalm 16, verse 11. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. That's the King James Version. But the Message Bible says, now you've got my feet on the life path, all radiant from the shining of your face. Ever since you took my hand, I'm on the right way. Ever since you took my hand, 
I'm on the right way. Bless the name of God. This psalm, of course, by David, is a wonderful psalm relating to how David found the secret of contentment and great gladness even in pressing times and also speaks powerfully of Jesus and his work for us. If I had to have a topic, it would be the benefits of a life commitment to God. The benefits, Robin, the benefits of a life commitment to God. David said that he found the secret of contentment and gladness, even in the most pressing of his times, by understanding that this scripture, this God, this song that he wrote to praise him, even in the most pressing times, realize that you still have a commitment to him and there are benefits to it. Every day is not always going to be the way we want it to be. And if we could write the day the way we want it, everything would always fall in our favor. And it would be beneficial only to us. Not concerning ourselves to how our neighbors are operating, but what a selfish world it would be if we all had our own way all the time. Then how would you learn to deal with problems that came along? Because there's got to be a little bad to balance out the good. Amen. Everything can't always be down. Sometimes it's going to be up. But how do you live when it's down? How do you make it through the down? We all have a commitment to him. No matter what your position is. Let me help you. Some people think that only if you sit up in the high seat that you have a commitment. No. Your commitment on the lower seat is to make sure everything on the lower seat is good for the upper seat. So anything that needs to be done, we all need to come together and do it. Therefore, the scripture has said, therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in hell. Nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. In the Bible, to be at the right side is identified as being at a place of honor. At the right hand of God is where there's honor. So he says, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. No matter what happens, we're in his right hand. When we bless him, we bless him. He extends his right hand toward us. And he releases unto us pleasures forevermore. Pleasures are not always a physical pleasure. Pleasures are spiritual pleasure. You have to decide which one at that moment you prefer. He's going to give you the desires of your heart, but you want the pleasures of God, whatever he finds delightful, to be released over your life. I want his pleasures. I no longer live in my flesh and want fleshly pleasures, but I want the ones that God releases over my life. 
I'll make myself available throughout my commitment to him. Therefore, my heart is glad and rejoices. David continued to describe the benefits of his decision to always set the Lord before him. This decision brought about a gladness and a glory to David's life. For those who do not live out a true commitment to God, it's easy for them to think what such a commitment might cost them. It's not entirely bad to think because this kind of decision allows you to always set the Lord before you because you don't realize the cost. You overlook it. You don't pay attention to it. But there was a cost that he paid for all of us. And all he asks in return is commitment to him. There is happiness and glory, David knew, in this life of commitment. Otherwise, he would not have chosen that way, I'm sure. Even in the midst of everything, when everything was going right or wrong, David stayed committed. Not because he only wanted God to protect him, but he knew that staying committed paid off in the long run. Be patient. After a while, mark time. Payday is coming. After a while, you just have to be patient and wait and go through it to get to it. <laughs> I rhymed right there. You got to be patient and wait a few minutes. How long is a few minutes? However long it takes God. It's a few minutes in his time. My flesh will also rest in hope, for you will not leave my soul in hell. David had settled on a hope of confidence. It wasn't a wish. He knew he had confidence in what God was going to do for him. It wasn't a wish, it was confident. I'm confident in this life that I chose. I'm confident that serving God pays off. I'm confident that if I stay committed to him, he will remain committed. I'm confident in this one thing that I don't look behind me, I press forward. I don't worry about what happened. I'm looking to the hills. Yeah, from whence cometh my help. I'm confident that this walk with God pays off. There's happiness, or David would not have chosen this way. God would not leave his soul. Uh-oh. God would not leave his soul in hell. Uh-uh. God won't leave your soul in hell. Choose the right way. Walk the right path. Stay committed to him, and he will not leave your soul in hell. He said, go ahead and do what you must do to Job. Go right ahead. Put all that you can on him, please. I dare you. He challenged him. He sat on the throne and said, you had to come to me first and ask my permission before you can release anything on my child. Go right ahead. Why? Because I have confidence in my child. I have confidence in your ability to haven't done all to stand, yet stand some more. So when he came to ask permission, can I afflict him? By all means. Can I hurt? By, by all means. What about boss? Uh-huh. By all means. I'm going to kill everything. Mm -hmm. By all means. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make his wife call him crazy. And like, go, get, go, do it, do it, do it, do it. One thing Job won't do, he won't curse me. He won't turn his back on me. So you tell the adversary's afflictions because God has confidence in me.
all these things that are coming my way, I can withstand them. I can handle them. What you want to give me a boil? I got it. You want to take my dog and my cat? I got it. You want my man to leave? I got it. You want my woman to leave? I got it. You want somebody to curse me to my face? I got it. But guess what you won't have? You won't have my soul. My soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. Bless his name. He's a wonder in my soul. I didn't say in my flesh. I said in my soul. David said, I understand this. You won't leave my soul in hell. Because I have confidence in you, O oh God, that you will deliver me through. Nor will he allow the Holy One to see your corruption. That right there speaks to itself. The Holy One can't look upon your corruption. He won't allow it. Anything that you're going through, go through. That's all you can, but when you go through, it's how you go through. Some people haven't figured it out yet. Don't go through with your head down, being depressed and sad. You look up and live, and you remember everything that God has taught you. That is because of him that you can make it. You look up and you tell God, God, they are come upon me to eat of my flesh but I need you to make them stumble and fall. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord. So come with your corruption. Come with what you may. It's how I choose to go through. At this point, amen. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is the fullness of joy. With these words, David understood that the benefits of this life commitment to God were received in both this life and the one to come. I'm trying to tell you, I'm just a pilgrim passing through on my way to my final destination. So while I'm here, while I'm here in this life, God will make it all right, but I'm making preparation for separation. When I get to my home, did you know he had a mansion prepared for me just the way I like it? When I get there, I'm not only living to live, I'm living to live again. When I see him face to face, he's going to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Come on here and figure out which room is yours. Come on in. Pick where you want to eat. Sit where you want to sit. I will live on streets paved with gold. Every day will be sunshine and tomorrow will have no end. I don't have to worry about depression or anything of the sort because I'm going to a home that's been prepared for me. Right now, he's working on my building. 
He's working on my building because he's working on my building. And my corruption must put on incorruption in order to see him again. In order to reside in my new home, I got to be of a new mindset. I got to take off the old me, get ready for the new me. So this life, children, is just passing through. Pass through with a smile on your face, knowing that this here is not the end. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Now the pleasures, these pleasures are enjoyed at this place by David. We are also told that heaven is to be enjoyed at the right hand of God. The right hand, even on earth, is a a place of favor and honor and a place of security. The right hand place is always regarded as a place of dignity and nobility. I don't fool around with my right hand. I'm a right-handed writer. I'm even careful what I touch with my right hand. I got power. I got Holy Ghost power. I can't let you take my power. I can't touch you if you ain't ready. You don't have to touch nothing that you don't feel is worthy to be touched by you, Robin. If you can see it, which you do, don't touch it. No matter what it says, don't go. You don't have to entertain nothing that the Spirit has not told you to entertain. And the Spirit speaks to you and tells you which way to go. Listen to the Spirit. And when it tells you to use your right hand, you're blessing them. They don't even understand when you rub their back, you're giving them power. They don't even understand that when you touch them, you're praying their strength in the Lord. They don't even understand it, but do the work that has been commissioned of thy right hand. Put it to use. And then when you don't need to put it away. You don't give your power to nobody, not for foolishness. It's a serious walk that you're in, and you're dedicated to it. Let your light shine, but you know how to protect yourself. And if you don't see it, fist pump with it or something like the kids do like that. That's what I do. Uh Uh-huh, because I know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. You don't see me do, you know what to do. Your right hand is your controlling hand. Your right mind is where you should always be. I was raised that my mind is the Christ mind. And no material mind can control my mind. My mind is the Christ mind. Stay in your right mind. Right mind. Let your mind be your power. Keep your mind stayed on him at all times and he will never lead you astray. We are here to celebrate our sister Robin's birthday, but I also understand that it is a life committed to God and there are benefits to this life. Again, we won't always have sunshine. There's sometimes going to be rain, but it's how we go through the rain that makes the difference. Now, rain is cleansing. Rain washes away the dirt if you let it. If you let it. 
Rain can also be troublesome. Too much rain can cause erosion and a flood and disaster and can bring about destruction. That's when it's too much rain. A little bit of rain is good to walk in every now and then. Lord, I hear of showers of blessings. Thou art scattering full and free. Let some, please, Lord, beg him, beg him, beg him. Go outside when it rains. Let some drops. Now, even me, Lord. You got to remind him, even me. Let some drops now fall on me. You tell him even me because you don't want him to miss you. Even me. Cleanse me right now, God, from all unrighteousness. God, if I need to be condemned and torn down, do that too. Let it rain so hard on me that it washes away all my impurities and my imperfections. Destroy this tabernacle and rebuild it if you please. I might need a tsunami experience with the Lord. I may need him to destroy me in order for the real me to come through. I may need him to break up some ground to plant me anew. I may need him to shift my house on Christ. The solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but I wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ. The solid rock I stand. All other ground, I don't know where you stand, but all other ground is sinking sand. On Christ, oh my shot. The solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. While everything around me is breaking down and going away, you wonder why you're still standing. Because on Christ, the solid rock I stand. Everything around me is eroding and I feel the sand moving. Wonder why everything is sinking into the ocean, but I'm still standing. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. I don't trust on no other name, but on on God I depend. On him I lean, on him I trust. My feet are shod for this job. I'm committed to this life with God. Robin, you don't praise dance for foolishness. There's a reason why this scripture, when it's translated, it says, now you've got my feet. Now, currently, now. Means that before it was something else, but right now, I've readjusted this. I figured out this life commitment. Now you've got my feet on the life path. Thank you for life path direction. Thank you for life path illumination. What I saw before, I don't see it anymore. Those enemies that I once saw, I don't see them anymore. They are now gone because I am now on this new life path. All radiant from your shining face. Not your face, but his shining face. So everywhere your feet go, there's a shining light of God's face illuminating your steps. I felt that right there. Everywhere you step, God's shining face is illuminating your steps. You are no longer walking, God, Lord, Lord, Lord. You are no longer walking the same. You are now walking a new way. Old things are behind. Behold, all things will become as new. Ever since you took my hand, uh uh-oh, ever since you took my right hand, 
I am now on the right way. Right then and there, ever since, God, you let your face shine on my feet. Where you send me, I will go. I now have a new purpose. I now have a new direction. I understand now that I am of an elect group. I realize now that I have been selected and chosen for this course that I'm on. And excuse me if you can't go. I'm sorry. Everybody who started out with me won't end up with me where I go. Doesn't mean that I don't love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. But if you hinder my feet, then I got to shake the dust from it. I'll see you when you catch me because I won't be back no more. Ever since you took my right hand, I'm on the right way. I put my hand in the master's hand. I put my hand to the plow. I won't look back. I can't turn back. I've come too far to turn back now. I can only look to the hills from whence cometh my help, <laughs> knowing that all my help cometh from the Lord. I celebrate God on today. It is because of his greatness that we have not been consumed. Great is your mercy toward me. Lord, morning by morning, new mercies I see. When the enemy came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and they fell. I live a life according to what Psalm 23 says. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want that he maketh me to lie down in green pastures and leadeth me. He guides my feet beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Guess what? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I, I go with trepidation. I, I go with concern. I go wondering what's on the other side, but I fear no evil. I'm not going by myself. Thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table. You thought you could kill me in the presence of mine enemy. Thou anointest my head with holy oil. My cup runneth over. And then I come back and say, surely, 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 goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will, I shall, I must. It's been commanded that I dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever to behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire, oh God, for in the time of trouble, Forever and ever. Amen. Surely, surely. Benefits of a commitment to God. Benefits of a commitment to God. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a reaper of the benefits. I'm a reaper of the benefits. You got to be in a will 
to reap the benefits. You got to be written into the will to reap the benefits. Oh, we thank God for the word of God. We thank God for being in his will. We thank God for being covered by him. We thank God for his love. We thank God for his shelter, protection, and provision. Oh, come on and give God some glory. Come on, give God some glory. Come on, let's give God some glory. We thank God for Reverend Burwell. We thank God for our life. We thank God for the word that she's spoken over our elect lady to confirm and affirm that God's hand is on her, that God's touch is with her, that God's walk is next to her. Oh, we bless the Lord. 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 We thank God for life, health, and strength, guidance, and keeping power. We pray that God would restore that that she has poured out. We pray that God would restore that which she has given. We pray that God would give back and refill and fill again that which she has shared. For we know to be used of God, to be a vessel of God, is a sacrifice. It is a sacrament as we present our bodies, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. So may God smile upon you. May God smile upon you. May God smile upon you. May God smile upon you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we thank God for the word today. We thank God for the word that is in you. We thank God for the strength of God that walks in you. We thank God for you letting God use you. Thank you for letting him use you. Thank you for being a living testimony that in spite of what comes at you, you can still walk over it. He said he would make your enemies your footstool. So you got to go through some enemies to move to another place. In order for you to get higher, you got to deal with the lower things. But he has placed all things under your feet. Oh, God is good. God is good. God, God is good. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank God for Reverend Burwell. We thank God for her tenacity and her strength. We thank God for her attitude. Amen, amen. Not only just an attitude of gratitude, but an attitude that is not fearful to walk in the word of God. An attitude that is not afraid to expose the things that sometimes leaders go through. Oh, what a wonderful testament to know that you can speak truth and understand that God will carry you even in your weakest moments. He said, my grace is sufficient. I know that there's some things that we want to get rid of, but his grace is sufficient. We know that there's some things that we don't want to deal with, but his grace is sufficient. So we thank God for the grace of God today.